We're now holding by the second piece in Akdama of Lishmar Derech Chaim, where he's going to explain why Torah uh, is called Derech Chaim. We medish by Karab Lishmar Derech Chaim. It says Kavov Derech Kadm Derech Torah that Derech Eretz preceded Torah twenty six Torahs. Shenema Lishmar Derech Zu Derech Eretz, Vachakach Eitz Chaim Zatayr Atkan. So you have. Derech um, Eretz before Torah. He's going to explain all aspects of of, of this metaphor. Umashenikra Torah eats v'derech Eretz derech mipnei. So the first thing he wants to explain is why Torah is called eats mipnei shvatzolema katorah hinetia chazaka k'may eats hazesh natur bechayzik. So the the um, morale explains, and in a few places. He speaks about strong and strength. Strong and strength are usually measured by not giving way to something else. It's something which is, um, if I say a strong shelf, you know, strong in the sense of being aggressive and pushing against something else is not the usual standing bit. It's something which is um, holds up on its own and it's it has a very strong metzias. In other words, y- your metzias does not become bottle from other things. That's called chayzik. So he says, Torah is in a tier chazaka, k'mo eitz hazeshen otua bechayzik, v'yesh hashashem g'dolim. Now, the strength of a tree, and in many ways the strength of a building and other things, very much depend on, A, obviously the material itself, but also what is it based on. The... Um, Let's let let's explain a point over here. When I go and argue with somebody about something, so the the um, the, 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 uh, a person's argument takes on um, two strata. A, there are the axioms and the assumptions that I make, and then there are the follow-through. If A, then B, and if A plus B, it must be C, or something like that. So we always have a um, we always have a, 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 a firm bedrock. On which we're basing it, and then we're and then we're following through. Most of the time, the arguments of another person are not uh, decimated on account of the person's um, the person's math. In other words, if A then B. You know, sometimes people do pull fast ones of that, and they make assumptions, and that that we can. Um, you know the 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 uh, discipline of of logic can can uh, give us some insight in that. That's and that's the norm. But there's something which we can. Um, but most of the time, we really attack the person's assumptions. Um, you know, you're, you're starting as if A, B, and C are a given. I'm not, I don't think so at all. The, so when somebody comes and tells me, you know, I don't know, going, 
crouching around in the, I don't know, hanging out the pizza store is more fun than, than sitting and learning. So therefore, I uh, ought to hang around the pizza store. The, 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 um, we, we demolish the argument by saying, A, that's not true, absolutely. Um, Torah is more fun, or having fun is not what you really want. There are other things you want out of life other than having fun. That's really weird how I do it. So this, the, where is Torah rooted? Where does Torah get its validity from? What, what are its acts and where are they coming from? She says, I once heard from Rabbi Berman's Rocha was once told somebody once, from your perspective you're right, but your perspective is wrong. The the the, the Torah comes from Akash Baruch. It's it's its axioms are Akash Baruch's axioms. Ashemeno Atzula Torah Zayis Misuderes Meitoy torah is something that extends from it it's rooted in the in the in in Baruch Hu, and it grows out to us in our words terms and understandings but it's coming from some place very deep they can't move it in any way even if all the people wanted to move it because um, it's rooted in something that doesn't allow itself to move. Shlomo Melech came along, and this this is the case, the, the the exact case that we're referring to. Shlomo Melech had an argument, and he said um, that that you know, Akash Baruch Hu said and he rooted in something. He said because. Um, they they're going to be Mesa Liboy. They're going to um you know turn his heart away. So he said, Well, if that's not true, then th- there are cases that it's not true. It doesn't always happen, and I'm one of those. So it says so Dvarim Amrashim Yachoy Seva Mishnatar Olav and Jalakashparhu. So Seva Dvarim came to Akarishparhu and said, Omar Shalom, Dait Kisha Bottle Miksasa Bottlakula if even one word of Torah is proven wrong, all of it's proven wrong. In other words, if 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 I present an axiom of, of or, or if any one of my axioms is seen, if it's arguable with, then all of them are. Axioms I either need to accept commonly or not accept. If I say that you, you, you know that 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 the axioms you've set down are emis because you set them down, then they're all inviolable. If I can, if I can play with some of them, then then there's no end to what I can play with. So therefore, he said, Akash Baruch Hu said, so so it means that in the tug of war between Shlomo and the Torah, the Torah is rooted much more firmly. So even though Shlomo is, the, uh, is rooted in, to, in the, to the greatest extent of human seichel and das, but Torah is rooted in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'chein af im kol oisin, and you're not going to be able to do it. So, Dald Malchus also can't. 
Now, the Maral in the beginning of Nermitz explains the concept of Malchius, why it's intrinsic to the Bria. He says um, that the, 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 the Chazal say that in, in the very heart of the Bria, those four represent the Alt Malchius, means that at the very core of the Torah, you have something which is um, you, you have something which is the Ra, and he explains that the Ra is each one of the four directions where something comes out of dead center. So, in other words. If if I'm trying to uproot something, a lot of times I'll twist it and turn it with the hope that any one particular angle is not quite there. So when I when I root um, a, an argument in in some foundation, I can try to look at the foundation in different ways and and see if I can knock it there. But Torah is the firmness of Torah is that it can't be knocked and therefore it can't be uprooted. So Torah is called an eitz because um, because of its rootedness. Um, it's it's two strata. It has roots and has the 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 um, the tree with the leaves and the fruits. That's one part of the muscle of eitz. Why is it called eitz chayim? So we normally tend to translate it as a tree that gives life, and and that's. Um, one way, but the truth is, uh, he says uh, at least that Eitz Chaim is a description of Torah that it is life in itself. Let's explain, and he explains why. Let's uh, describe what we're talking about. The, um, first of all, the word Chaim uh, is something which, like Mayim Chaim means it's constantly flowing waters and so on. The, the, um, the when something is living, the, the um, in modern science, one of the things that we have, one of the riddles that we struggle to understand is why does a person get old and die? Because a person, a person's being a living, being a living person means that we constantly refresh ourselves and rejuvenate. The body is constantly replacing itself. I've got to think like three months or something, there's no cell left that used to be. So why did we get old? I mean, there there are all sorts of possible roots in, but at the end of the day, it's still a it's still a riddle. Um, why? It, so we can understand occasionally something could go wrong, but that that would be like an occasional issue. That wouldn't be the teva olam. Something which is living can is constantly inventing itself, and therefore it has be'etzim no hefsik. That which is living can't ever be static um, is, so if, if, a, if, if a, pers- a person can be static on many um, in, in many limbs that's what we do when we sleep but something's got to keep going all the time the heart the heart and lungs become static the person is dead it's not living so that which is high um, 
it means it's not bound by anything outside of it. Something living is capable of creating its own environment. It protects itself. It it provides for itself. A, a living being um, it enforces, keeps its own existence. A rock or a clod of earth or something that's not living does not provide for itself and therefore it's at the mercy of some other context and it gets eroded or, or, or washed away or whatever it is. That which is living is providing its own um, it, it, its own um, it, it, existence in a sense and it's constantly focused on to keep the existence going and therefore if you have true chiyos, the word chayim used in its in its um, true sense is everlasting. So when Hashem Baruch is called a lekim chayim, it it refers to that property. Anything that is living as hefsik, kmo mayan mayam chayim, shemikoshal hefsik. The halacha is certain tumis need to have mayam chayim, and if you have any interruption of flow, if occasionally it it stops, that's that's called mayanas hamachazvos, and it does not um, it's not chayim. Luik madam shikar adam chay, shaloshen adam chay roitzaleima adam sheyesh lo chios. Now, the Chaim in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there is a difference between Chai in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Chai in a person. Chai in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Etzem Chai. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is life itself. Adam is granted Chaim. And, and therefore, Adam um, possesses a life but it's not life itself, and therefore it comes to an end. There comes a time when the goof um, gives up the ghost, so to speak. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't live. Masha'in Kain, Akadosh Baruch since his chai is the is the core. It's it's not it's not a description, uh, or it's not an it's not a, an additional property or quality. But that's what it is. It's forever. But Eitzachayim means the tree of life. Because the that tree of life is like a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Chay Hashem, wherever it says Chay Hashem, so Chay Hashem means Akarish Baruchu who is life. Kiiluk Siv Chayim Shekemora Pasach. So it's appropriately used whenever you use Hashem's name and you want to, you know, you want to swear by Hashem's name. You say Chay Hashem by the life that is God Himself. B'Masha'ein Kain Uba Adam Shachlem Chay Paro B'Tzeri. By Adam you need to say. The life of Paro, Kemoishar Smichus, if they Sheuna Chius Atzmerak Mekabla Chius, Bevshishi Sulik. Since a person is not life itself, so therefore um, it's possible for him not to be living. Ube Elush de Milish Nikas Atter Eitz Chaim, Ramaz Lacha, 
כאין לתורה ביטל. הן מצר החרם, הן מצר עצמו של תורה. So in, in the words it's Chaim, it's telling me that Torah itself has no bittel, um, neither from others nor from itself. In other words, the word there are two ways in which something can come to an end. Either something from the outside um, destroys it, or something from within disintegrates. Eitz Chaim is a description of Torah that precludes both of them. It, it, it's an Eitz that's rooted in something extremely, extremely firm, and therefore it doesn't allow for any type of outside force to have it wobble in any way. And it's Chaim, so internally it's, 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 it's constant, and it doesn't stop. Um, so, so Kama Torah is Chaim Shino Senes Hachaim Lemisha Oichesba, the Hainalim Derk Meshama is Chaim Larsikimba. So, a person also, the secondary meaning of Eitz Chaim is true as well, that it's something which gives a person Chios if he attaches himself to it. Um, let's just uh, explain it, I guess. We're not dealing here with the mystical quality of you know, Torah giving you physical long life it's talking about another point um, in, in, in my very sense of what I am and what I'm living for and so on in that very very sense of things I can have a philosophy, a perspective that can come and go in other words it's proven not true, uh, and so on, or or it peters out, and it doesn't really. At some point, it just gives way. So, for instance, a person who's living for something that seems to project worth, but at the end of the day, uh, it's um, it, it. At some point, it comes and peters out. Many people have had ideals they live for, uh, or goals they live for. And at some point, it just began to dry up and uh, not exist. And therefore, he says, uh, it's something which the Torah um, has the quality of never, there, there will never be any outside influence or any outside attack that will destroy it and I'll realize whoa this is you know it, it, it's all wrong because A, B or C. The fact that it's rooted means that it's not going to be like that. <clears throat> the second thing is it's not going to peter out because it has a point of nitzchis to it. So w- when a person engages in some sort of physical um, pursuit so since those physical pursuits are physical material they have limitations and the enjoyment of it and and the acquisition of it all of that has boundaries and limits and that's it it's not it's it's it doesn't satisfy a person for any longer than that mashain kane when you talk about Torah, since it's it's and nitzchias from within 
um, and it's nitzchis because it's a kadosh nitzchis. In other words, as a reason to live, to exist, as a goal to accomplish, it doesn't peter out because kadosh doesn't peter out. In that way, it's called an etzchayim. So it has both senses. It's not going to be ever toppled. So even if the winds move them, it, it, but it never gets uprooted. You could, you can ask. You can have some tough questions, but at the end of the day, it's back in place because it's rooted in the pure And in the natural course of time, it does not peter out.